0: Then it begins, Bismillahir Rahmanir rahim in the name of Allah, the Extremely Merciful, the Bestower of Mercy. al Sharh, the introduction to the explanation. So, all this has been from the introduction, from the author. So, he begins. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu salam ala namiyyina Muhammadin Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. That all praise is for Allah, the Lord of the whole of creation And may Allah extol, grant salat and salam, grant peace and security To our Prophet Muhammad and to his true followers And his companions, all of them, to proceed and to proceed. So before us is this treatise, the treatise Thalatatul Usoon, the three fundamental principles. And it is a tremendous treatise which is brief, mukhtasara, it's brief, supported by evidences from the book of Allah. And the sunnah of his messenger, sallallahu alaihi wa And this treatise, this small book, this treatise is about a tremendous fundamental matter from the fundamentals of Islam, and it is al-aqidah, creed and belief. And the ulama, the scholars, used to give importance, or he said, the scholars give importance to these muhtasarat, to these brief works. These works which are small in size. Small in size, but but large in in value. So he said, and the scholars gave importance to these brief works, authoring them, and exerting themselves to shorten them. To make themselves Working hard To make it brief Not too long So he said Exerting themselves To shorten them And refine them Then They would encourage Their students To memorize them So that they should remain Usul Fundamental assets For them And a store Of provision For them which they can derive benefit from and bring benefit to others by means of them. And the intention is not just the person memorizing himself, but he benefits those he's able to benefit, his family, those who are near him, those who he runs into. So he said so, that they can benefit themselves, and derive benefit from themselves and bring benefit to others by means of them. And beginning with these shorter works, is the foundation for the students of knowledge. So the student of knowledge should begin by learning little by little. Taking from the initial points of knowledge and its fundamentals. we taking first the initial, the starting points of knowledge and the fundamentals of knowledge. And then proceed in stages through it. So these brief works are the path leading on to the longer works. So it is not possible for the longer works to be understood except after the brief works have been understood. And then that the person proceed, that the person has proceeded on from them in stages. He starts with the brief words, then proceeds on from them. And therefore, they said, meaning the people of knowledge have said. And therefore, meaning in this regard, they said about the meaning of his saying, "He, the Most High." And then Sheikh Fazan quotes the ayah. وَلَكِنْ كُونُوا رَبَّانِيِّينَ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تُعَلِّمُونَ الْكِتَابَ وَبِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَدْرُسُونَ Surah Ali-Imran, the third surah, ayah 79. With the explanation, but rather be rabbaniyoon, but rather be wise scholars who cultivate the people. By your teaching them the book, and you're studying it. Sheikh Farzan said, commenting upon this ayat that they said, the people of knowledge said that the word Rabbaniyin this term these people here being referred to as the Rabbaniyun, they are those who begin with the small matters of knowledge before the greater ones. They cultivate themselves And their students, beginning with the smaller matters, and moving on to the larger matters. And this is something natural, because all things begin from their roots and their foundations, and then they grow bigger and larger after that. The Sheikh is saying this is the approach of the scholars with themselves and with the others. They begin with the smaller matter, smaller books of knowledge, smaller matters of knowledge, fundamental matters of knowledge, the basic ones, and then build from there. And likewise this is what we see in natural affairs as well. Things which grow, something begins from its roots and it grows larger and larger and stronger from that initial beginning. Then the Sheikh said, mention the opposite approach to this as for the person who pounces upon knowledge from its top he jumps from the top doesn't build up from the bottom as for the person who pounces upon knowledge from the top then this person will just tire himself out and will not attain anything whereas the one who begins with the the one who begins with the fundamentals and proceeds in stages this is the person who, by the permission of Allah, will be proceeding in the correct way and with sound direction? Then the Sheikh mentions an ayah. He said, "He, the Most High, said, 'Yas'alun ka 'an al-Ahilla, Qul hi ma waqitul Nas wal-Haj, wa-lisa al-Zirr bi antat al-Bu'uth min dhuhurha, wa-lakin man atqa.'" Surah Al-Baqarah, the second surah, ayah 189. With the rough explanation, they ask you about the ahillah, about the hilalus. They ask you about the crescent moons. And these ayahs, like these ayahs, came when some, some people came and asked the Prophet صلى a question. So this ayah with the explanation, they ask you about the crescent moons. Say, they are signs to mark periods of time for mankind and for the hajj. And birr, righteousness, is not not that you enter the houses from their backs. But rather al-birr, righteousness, is the quality of the person who has taqwa, who fears and is dutiful to Allah and enter houses through their proper doors, a command, and enter houses through their proper doors. Sheikh Razan said, and he's here bringing this with regard to the matter of knowledge, so he said, those people asked a question about the crescent moons. Why does the crescent moon begin as something small and then grow larger until it becomes full. Then it grows smaller. Until it is again a crescent. And some people came and asked the Prophet sallallahu why do we see this happening with the moon? It starts as a thin crescent. Then it goes bigger and bigger until it becomes full. Then it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. They said, why does this happen? The shaykh said, so Allah rebuked them and directed them towards asking about that which will benefit them and that they should come to the houses of knowledge from their correct doors. So, Shaykh al mentions, following on from some of these scholars, they bring this ayah as a proof in this matter about the approach that should be given to knowledge. It's not restricted to what is apparent from the ayah. It also refers to knowledge, so the Sheikh said. And that they should come to the houses of knowledge, in the place where knowledge is to be found, they should come to it from its correct doors. To take the correct approach in approaching knowledge. Then the sheikh said, As for asking about the crescent moon and its conditions and its smallness and its largeness, then this has no benefit in it for them. Rather benefit... Is that they ask about what they are in need of. And that is awareness of the benefits of the crescent moon. Why the moon starts that size and gets up. There's no benefit in knowing why it begins like that and goes on. on. Sheikh said the benefit would be awareness of the benefits that lie in the crescent moons. And therefore, he said, I mean, this is what the response which Allah the Most High gave same ayah, Surah Al-Baqarah, ayah 189, say, they are signs marking periods of time for mankind. Shaykh said, so he explained their benefits. And that is that Allah makes them signs marking periods of time for mankind by means of which they can become aware of acts of worship. And dealings and time spans, and other than that. They can become aware when it's time for certain acts of worship, when it's certain dealings which have an appointed time attached to them, when they, their time comes around, or time, other time spans, and other than this, other than that. So he directed them to the benefits of the crescent moons, and he did not respond to their question about the reality of the crescent moons because there was no benefit for them in that. And so that he should direct them towards what is befitting for them to ask about. And it is the doors to knowledge, not the back doors of knowledge, and the superfluous Unnecessary matters which they have no need of. And if they do have some need of them, then it is only a slight need.